Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,617. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from Chicago, Andy Bizub. Andy Bizub is the owner of Midwest Performance Cars, a business he purchased and turned around back in 2014. He and his team specialize in German vehicle repair and maintenance and upgrades with a heavy emphasis on my favorite mark, Porsche. He's a lifelong car guy who loves the smell of gas, oil, wood, and vinyl. Andy is deeply involved in the repair industry, doing what he can to move it forward and helping other shop owners be successful. He's part of several Chicago-based charitable programs and serves as the director of Checked It Out Chicago, a 5013 nonprofit that organizes annual Porsche events to raise money for worthy causes. And for you regular listeners, You'll remember Cars Yeah guest Adam Kern, who has introduced me to Andy. Shout out to him. He was also heavily involved in Checked It Out Chicago. All right. We'll be back in a minute to talk to Andy. But first, a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. Please give them some support and some love. They're the ones that make this thing possible every day here on Cars Yeah. We'll be right back. Did you know the most damaging thing to your vehicle's interior is the sun. Those harsh UV rays damage your interior over time. They crack your dash, they fade the colors, and the heat makes getting into your favorite ride downright unbearable. My friends at Covercraft have the perfect solution for you. Their sunscreens are easy to use. They take seconds to install and remove and protect your vehicle while parked in the sun. They fold up easily and store away for those times you don't want to use your car cover. I have one for every one of my vehicles and you should too. They come in a variety of colors and options featuring an accordion design that makes unfolding and folding them a breeze. Want to give a gift that keeps on giving? Buy a Covercraft sunscreen for your family members and friends. They'll thank you for it every time they park their vehicle. They're custom made to fit almost any vehicle. Check out Covercraft.com for a huge number of styles, colors, and options. And here's something special from me here at Cars Yeah just for you. Use the code yeah 120 at checkout at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. Go to Covercraft.com and use the code yeah 120 at checkout and you get 10% off. You can thank me later. Covercraft, they've got you covered. I found a new way to protect my vehicle, American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collectibles of automobilia and automotive collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool automotive collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting us automotive enthusiasts since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 
888-789-9324 and protect the ones you love. I did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car and collectible insurance designed by collectors for collectors, just like you and me. Hey, Andy, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am, and thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. Great to have you here. Now, before we start, I always ask my guests this. Tell us one little thing that most people don't know about Andy. Well, I play bass, much like one of your other guests, uh, John Esposito. Yes. I was in bands in high school and college. I still play once in a while with my high school buddies. And I was a bouncer at a Chicago punk bar back in the 80s. <laughs> Whoa. You know, this is cool. I, I played in a little band in high school, played the guitar. I've still got some guitars. I'm sitting here looking at my Fender Stratocaster hanging on the wall that's a hot rod model. It's a limited edition. I think they only made 200 of them. Candy apple red with engine turned pick guard made out of black aluminum. Uh, so maybe someday we can get together and jam a little bit. It's been a while. I need to pick my guitar up more often uh, right? and, and get the cobwebs out. But uh it steers me in the face, craw crawling or calling out to me, hey, play me, play me. I yeah. need to be played. Well, as we continue on this journey we call your life here, Andy, I'd like for you yeah. to share a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that uh, is meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the Porsche Fuchs spinning here on cars. Yeah, so grab the wheel. Yeah, so um, this, is, this actually um, comes from my father-in-law, my late father-in-law, who I was very close to. Um, he always told me that this was about business, but this is about life and business. Life and business is a process of continual improvement. Mm. And sometimes you make, sometimes you make big jumps, but a lot of times you make very small incremental improvements. And if you focus on doing that on a daily basis, you're more likely to have a successful business and a successful life. So that's what I try to do personally. And that's what we try to do at our two locations at our business. You know, it's a great saying, and, and for many people, and, you know, we've all been young. You and I are a little older, more mature. Our patience maybe grows a little bit with age. But when you're young, you're really impatient with that kind of thought process. Uh, how have you incorporated that into your business? I know you worked in the finance industry before you pivoted into Porsche and Porsche Repair, which is fascinating, and we'll talk about that as well. But how how do you make that work for you that maybe a younger listener out there that's very impatient and wants to be a, an overnight success, which that doesn't yeah. exist? How do you do that or how would you advise them on that? It, I mean, it does take some some discipline to just to say, look, I'm going to take some I'm, I'm going to take a very small step. You know, I mean, that old my, that old uh, adage that, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. Yes. But if you if you can just make one little step every day. By the end of a month, you've made 30. By mm -hmm. the end of a year, you're in a completely different and better place than you were before. Yes. Back in my old career in the financial business, everything was very immediate. And it was, I was a younger man back then, and, and there was, it was immediate payoff every day with the markets and the fast moving and everything. When you get into a business like I'm in now, you have to take a longer view. The world outside moves a bit slower than than my old career. So I have to, you know, I have to be a little more patient with, with moving things ahead. But if you, if you, consistency is the key, just keep moving forward and getting just a little bit better. 
You know, you sound like my financial advisor because this year, of course, has been a pretty weird, rocky year. Uh, last year, we all thought we were just geniuses when it came to right. investing, when the market is just, you know, ramping up and everything is well. And then we get this thing called COVID and social unrest and all this craziness. So let's kind of take it back to Midwest Performance Cars. You guys restore, work on cars. And I know that I've had many restoration shop owners and fabricators on this show this stuff doesn't happen overnight. So when you have a customer that comes in, you're building something for them. Uh, is that part of the process, reminding them that this takes time to do this well? There aren't these, you know, these TV shows that build a car in a week. That yeah. doesn't happen. That's fake. It's, it's fake drama, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, uh, generally, our uh, the clients who come to us, particularly the vintage Porsche clients, they understand that uh, we're dealing with unobtainium parts. We're doing we're doing a lot of research, a lot of hunting around. And, you know, we it's in Southern California market is funny because there's a ton of great, talented resources there Mm -hmm. in Chicago. There's not that as many resources. So we we'll send engines uh, to the East Coast. We'll send engines out to Reno for particular operations where we really need a specialist to do because we don't do our own machining here. We do assembly, disassembly. We do maintenance, repair, upgrades. But if we're going to send it out, if we're going to rebuild an engine, uh, we're, we're we, you know, we're going to choose among a, a select list of specialists that we've worked with. We know their quality of work. We know what we're going to get back. And we feel confident that we can stand behind that op, those their uh, operations and that product. So right. it, it is I mean, it, it's rare that we have people. But every once in a while, we do, we do have to educate our customer to, to let them know, look, this is going to be a little bit longer process than you might be used to. But it'll be worth it in the end. Well, and that communication factor is so important. I've had so many builders on the show and really keeping that communication with your client, letting them know what's going on so there's no surprises and they don't call you in three weeks and go, how come my car's not done? Well, we're doing a yeah. full restoration, guy. Uh, this takes a little bit of time. Let me ask you this. When uh, when people come to you, what are all the different services that you provide there for people? And I know you work specifically Porsche, but but you do other marks as well. Is that right? Right, right. So we um, so we have two locations. We have a, a one just outside of downtown Chicago, and we have one in a northern suburb of Chicago. The suburban one is our we opened in 2018. It's our newest shop. It's a little bit smaller. Everything's brand new. Epoxy floors. It's like an operating room. Nice. And they tend to work on um, they're working on cars that are usually about seven years old or newer. That's kind of our performance upgrade center. So they do a lot of tunes, upgraded suspensions, upgraded uh, exhausts, that kind of thing. Sure. Our downtown shop is more wide ranging. We'll do everything from just an oil change to an engine rebuild, um, completely pulling cars apart. And so when we get into more of the heavy work, we will tend, it'll tend to be downtown Whereas the more the quicker and newer work will tend to be in the suburban location. I see. But the down, we stress that we re- we specialize in German, but you know we have Land Rovers and Fiats and the occasional old vintage Ferrari. We'll get in. We don't really work on the new Ferraris or Lambos. Sure. Uh, we're not that kind of a shop. Yeah. So that's uh, downtown. We do it from soup to nuts. Nice. Very cool. I've asked all my guests this, how has the pandemic affected your business? And first and foremost, everybody in your business and your family safe and healthy right now? We're very fortunate. Everyone is good. When this hit, the first thing, I had a meeting of everyone at both shops, and I said, my first priority is to make sure all of your paychecks are there every Friday. Right. 
And that really kind of set the tone for this is going, we don't know what the future holds, but this is going to be a a team effort. Mm -hmm. We were very, very fortunate. We had about two weeks where we ran at about 50% capacity, but we also pivoted greatly and started sanitizing cars immediately. We started doing free pickups and drop-offs for clients, basically doing everything we could to make sure that clients felt safe and taken care of and we could keep our people in the shop safe at the same time. And the third week of COVID, really, we shot back up to 100% of capacity, and we've been there ever since. So we're very, very fortunate, yeah. Yeah, well, definitely, yeah, definitely. And, you know, I've had that from many of my guests. Maybe it's the automotive industry that has been somewhat exempt. I know there's other parts of it. New car sales just, you know, collapsed, and -hmm. and now there's a big uh, problem with finding used cars to buy. They're not existing. Uh, People are hanging on to their cars, so there's a big thing there. And, and of course, we've all heard the the, the risk. Real tragedies going on in Chicago with violence and so forth. Um, has that not affected where you guys are located? Do you guys feel safe? You feel okay? Because what they show on the news is you'd think that all of Chicago yeah. was on fire and everybody's been shot. So yeah, so I was born and raised in Chicago. So it's really it's it's very heartbreaking to me what is happening here. Again, we are very very fortunate because really the main incidents of 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 the violence has been stopped about a half mile east of our location. And we also have a very, we have a really nondescript location here. We're in a um, a, a hundred year old warehouse building, glass block windows and steel doors. Like just stand out. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's lots of nice stuff in here. Come and take it. Yeah. 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 Well, good. I'm I'm glad to hear you're all safe because I just, my heart bleeds for what's going on in Chicago right now in many cities. We've had two of our staff have their first, their wives had their first children during COVID. So, oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So we've we've uh, you know, yeah. we've we've done it all. Uh, yeah. In a short period of time here. Well, I'm glad everybody is is healthy and well. That's uh, really good to hear. I always like to ask my guests. You know, those are challenges definitely that are going on in the in the country and the world today. But I want to dive into a, a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way. Now, this could be career, life. It doesn't really matter. But I want you to kind of take us in depth. But more importantly, what did you learn from it, and how did you come out of that situation in a positive way? Sure. So really for me, um, the biggest challenge in business was, you know, leaving my former career. I was, I was a a commodity trader for 25 years. I was one of those guys who stood in the, in the pit and yelled and screamed with a a colorful jacket and and everything. Right. What are you guys yelling down there all the time? Why are you yelling so much? (laughs) We were making, right. As the the person with the loudest voice gets the attention and gets the trade. Right. Uh, So I, I spent 10 years as a broker for really large agribusiness uh, concerns. And then I spent the rest of my time as as an individual trader. And the business around 2013 was really changing. I evolved with that business many times over the years. I saw five of, I've I've lived through five of these market crashes. So, um, um, but the business was changing and going in a direction that I didn't want to go into. So leaving that career and starting over in a new career from square one at 49 years old was a bit daunting. And my ex, my accountant, who's been with me, who's been doing my taxes since 87, he thought I was absolutely crazy out of my mind to get into the auto repair business. I'll but bet. yeah, I, you know, I had been a customer of this shop and I saw some really what I thought was really low hanging fruit in places where it could really be improved and could grow. Um, that the former owner wasn't wasn't doing. So uh, I thought it was a, a worthwhile uh, risk to get into this business, and and it turned out it turned out to be. And now we have two locations. We've doubled our staff, and we have a great 
We have a great young crew of really energetic people with a, just a great culture in both shops. I, I think we've created a place where people really enjoy coming to work. We enjoy dealing with our customers. I've dealt with shops back when I was in the, in the customer, you know, where, customer side of it where you call and sometimes you get your head chopped off just calling to ask about something. Right. We're very the antithesis of that. We keep communication really open. And, and again, we, we want to we enjoy our business. So starting over in a completely new business at that age was a little daunting. But you know what? I've, I've been a kind of a change person my whole life. So it was it was a big change, but um, but I thought it was a worthwhile one. So well, you know, it's a really interesting pivot, and I could see why your accountant would kind of look at you. I mean, it's the same when I started this podcast. So many people, yeah. including you know my mom, going, "What are you doing?" And right. yeah, well, you know, it's good to be do things different and change and see if you can build something. Did you take a lot of? I mean, you look at those two different industries and that those two different careers so different from one another. But did you take a lot of lessons from that uh, commodities trading world, the finance world into what you're doing? There must have been a business acumen that a lot of shop owners, they're good at doing stuff, but they're not good at business. Boy, you hit the nail on the head right there. Seriously. My former career really, I was really taught me risk management and and good best practices in business and and watching the dollars and and I brought that with me into this business and that's really why I got involved in the repair industry through getting into advisory groups I've I've been on an editorial board of a of an industry magazine and I've presented at uh, at conferences because I there there are a lot of shop owners who started off under the hood and then they ended up owning their own shop yeah. and they're great people they work really hard but they end up working too hard because they don't have that skill set of running a business. Right. And, and you don't need to go to school for it. You can, you can, by associating with the right people and by doing a little bit of homework, you can pick up those skills. So I try to really impart those, what I can, what knowledge I can over to the industry to get people to be really better businessmen and businesswomen. It's great what you're doing, and it's so important. So uh, kudos to you it's for that. It's very enjoyable, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I've learned that after talking to 1,600-plus people. We as human beings are at our happiest when we're helping other people. Whether we even realize it or not, that is the secret sauce to a happy life, is it's helping so yeah. others. It's it's very simple. A lot of people don't learn it until much later in life. So uh, yeah. really, really happy for what you're doing. Let's take a short break, take a breath. When we come back, I want to dive into your personal passion for cars. And of course, we're going to talk Porsches, one of my favorite things. So keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back. Hey, Mark Green here. I want to invite you to an exclusive virtual wine tasting event that I'm hosting on Wednesday, August 26th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You've heard me talk about Adobe Road Winery's The Racing Series here on Cars Yeah. For this exclusive event, I have invited some of my fellow automotive enthusiasts and past Cars Yeah guests to join us. Mikhail Haggerty and Wayne Carini will share their love of classic cars. Lynn St. James will be providing insights on racing. And you'll learn about the challenges of choosing Best in Show from Jeff Love and David Lillywhite, editors of the magnificent Magneto magazine with their virtual online concours. When you purchase two bottles of the racing series, you'll get a private invitation to this exclusive Zoom event that centers at Adobe Road Winery, where Vintner and endurance racer Kevin Buckler and his winemaker Garrett Martin will share the secrets of their unique racing series wines. 
Having enjoyed these delicious blends, I promise you're going to love the Racing Series. Here's how you join. Your purchase of two bottles from the Racing Series gets you in the virtual door. Use the code UNICEF, all capitals, U-N-I-C-E-F, at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your purchase of any of the Racing Series wines. Plus, Adobe Road will be giving 10% of this event's sales to UNICEF. As an added bonus, Jeff and David will give everyone joining us a one-year subscription to their Magneto magazine. That's a $72 value. It's like getting an extra bottle of wine for free. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. So go to adoberoadwines.com, use the code UNICEF today, and join us for a very fast and fun evening. Wednesday, August 26th. Cheers! My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events, car shows, and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible! To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. All right, Andy, we are back. I'd love for you to share a story that instigated this personal passion if you have for cars. What was that pivotal moment in your life and you knew that, you know, I'm a car guy? So my first car uh, at the age of 19 was a Triumph Spitfire. Cool. I uh, I bought I had money from odd jobs as a teenager, and that, that was the car that I bought. So driving that car and keeping it running 
Um, you know, it was a British roadster. It only ran half the time. <laughs> yes, of course. So it was either it was either pay someone to work on it, and I didn't have any money, or learn yourself. So I got the shop manual and worked on it myself. And that car really, I mean, I knew from the time that I I had that, and I, I just enjoyed that so much. There's another story though that kind of links to one of your former guests, John Esposito again. Oh yeah. I was out for Loof 19 in uh, out in L.A. last year. Ah, oh, yeah. And there's a woman named Pamela Brundage from Chicago, fantastic lady uh, in her 60s. She's got two a Porsche 356s, and she drives all over the place. She drove her 356 from Chicago to L.A. solo wow. for the show, and it was in <laughs> it was in the Luft show, right? Wow. She called me the Thursday night before the show and said, "My clutch cable's out." Now she's at an Airbnb. I'm in L.A. too. She's in an Airbnb. I called Sarah DeCarmen from. L.A. Dismantlers. Yeah, she's been a guest right? here. Yeah. So I, I actually, I didn't even call her. I texted her. I said, hey, I got a friend who, this lady from Chicago, told her a story. She contacts John Esposito. The whole, the, the Luft weekend, every Porsche shop in, out in L.A. is going crazy. Right. John drops everything, drives to, drives to Pamela's Airbnb and fixes her clutch cable in the driveway. Wow. Yeah. John's awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> Those kind of stories and those kind of connections that you make with people, that is makes it I, – it's just so rewarding to be involved in groups of people that you can get make that kind of thing happen. Well, in this day and age with our phones and connections and social media, I've heard these stories over and over again, and they're absolutely spectacular. I used to have a Beck Spider that John Wilhoyt – uh, who yeah. built, you know, built. And my son and I drove it back from uh, California to Gig Harbor, 1500 mile ride in that little car. And we had a problem at one point. And uh, this guy drives by, kind of waves at us, turns around, comes back around the side of the road, uh, asks if we need some help. We'd run out of gas, actually. Uh, I miscalculated the size of the tank. And <laughs> and uh, he goes, oh, no problem. And he drives up and comes back. He didn't even have a gas can. He went and bought a gas can, got us five gallons of gas, came back, dumped it in the car, didn't take any money from us, just happy to help. He was driving an M3 BMW. And that's what car people do. Yeah, They just, yeah. they help people. When I always ask my guests about first special car, you mentioned that Triumph Spitfire. Is that right. your first really special? special car? So that was my, it was my first car. Yeah. It was definitely special. I would say the most special car that is, is the one that got me into Porsche, mm -hmm. which was, I, I bought an 88 Porsche 930, a used one. Nice. And, and kind of a similar story to you, right? I bought it from an architect out in Denver. My son was nine years old at the time. We got on a plane, flew out to Denver. He picked us up at the airport Got the car, did the paperwork, and my son and I drove back from Denver to Chicago oh, nice. at 930. Nice. Yeah. Just a great trip. Yeah, very um, cool. I've got an 87 930. Oh, that's fantastic fantastic car. Yeah, I bought about uh, 11 years ago, and I'm going to send you a picture of it. You're going to be very surprised. It's a paint-to-sample, one of only three in metallic wow. pearl orange. Oh my gosh, it's, I've never seen Yeah, Yeah, you probably haven't ever seen one. I call it my orange crush. Uh, that's cool. that's kind of a lot of people know about that. So uh, yeah, definitely, I'll send you a picture of it. They're wonderful, fun cars, and uh, they call them widow makers back in the day. But Yeah, my old 930 is now in Lithuania. Lithuania. The, oh my god. The, uh, the Lithuanian ambassador to the U to the UN in Geneva, Switzerland bought it from me. Had it shipped to Geneva. Wow. Uh drove it there for a couple of years and then before he got transferred back to Lithuania. And I still stay in touch with him. And, Isn't that fun? And, 
Yeah. yeah what what really color great. was your 930? It was black with a linen interior. Ooh, stunning tuxedo car. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I love that linen. That, uh, yeah. I almost bought a Garge Red uh, Porsche 86, I think it was. Gosh, a long time ago, over yeah. 25 years ago, that, that was red with a linen, and I'd never seen that combination. And uh, But my first thought being a very anal retentive nutcase about cleanliness is how am I going to keep the interior of this car clean? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it picks up every little bit of dirt. Well, let me jump into your brain here a little bit, Andy. Yep. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle parked in your shop, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle, what would Andy be and why? I'd be a 930. 930. That's you. Yeah. And my my wife actually confirmed this to me. I've I've been married. It's going to be 25 years this year. Congratulations. Borderline. Thank you. Uh, Borderline crazy. (laughs) Can be temperamental. That was was the first thing she said. Yeah. And then I added, it's not not the most horsepower, the fastest, but it's it's a classic. There you go. That's Andy. Very nicely said. I like it. Well, we are entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions. Have you give me some quick blips of that 930 throttle? I know what that sounds like. In fact, when we're done with this show today, I'm going to take mine for a drive. It's nice out and uh, it needs a little exercise. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? Uh, Really taking care of my own personal health. Uh, I see a lot of a lot of people in this business who don't do that, and and I stress it for my team too. How about if you could sit down and have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would that person be? Gordon Burig, ah. designer designer of the Auburn Speedster. Uh, yeah, very interesting. Now, now, why him, and what what is it about the Auburn Speedster? So when I was a little kid, I used to read, I, I really liked these, you know, like boys life kind of novels. Yeah. And there was one of them that the main character, the the young man, the young boy, he had an older sister, like a Catherine Hepburn character, big life liver, very successful, who blew into town twice a year with her Auburn speedster. <laughs> and as nice. a little kid, I didn't even see it. But the first time I laid eyes on it, I was like, that is an incredible, that's the car. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. No one's yeah. ever mentioned him, which I think is pretty neat. Now, how about the best automotive advice someone else has ever offered to you? What would that be? Okay, the the Ferrari people are going to hate me. But, uh, <laughs> if you're buying a car to park it and look at it, a Ferrari's fine. If you want a car to drive and drive hard, buy a Porsche. <laughs> you know, I've heard that many times before, even from people I know that have bought Ferraris, that kind of dream, you know, mm-hmm. and then they find out that owning a Ferrari is like dating a supermodel. Isn't that so great? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it looks good, but a lot of, lot of uh, input and a lot of costs. And at the end of the day, you kind of want to get rid of it. And then a year later, you just want another one. And <laughs> you, you relive the history. So yes, buy a Porsche for sure. Now, there's a lot of great resources out there. Is there one that you might share with our listeners you found very valuable? Yes. So two quick ones. Um, two really great, great people. Kevin Lynch, he's from Newport Beach, California. He has a he has a foundation called Wolfpack901, Wolfpack901.com. Um, he they he gets apprentice uh, technicians into air cooled uh, repair. Mm. Um, and another guy, Al Rodriguez from Miami, he's the organizer of the the Das Rentreffen Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al is a fantastic guy. If you're looking for an a used Porsche or want to sell a used Porsche, he's the guy to contact. Unfailingly honest, fantastic guy. And Das Rentreffen is a show that you got to go 
go-to if you if you're into Porsche. Okay, sounds like it. Well, I'll make sure I put links to those guys on Andy's show notes page here on Cars Yeah, so you can connect with those as well and learn more about them. Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes, The Last Open Road by Bert Levy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just the great stories and the characters. Any gearhead will love that book. Yeah, it's great. And I'll tell you, listeners, if you don't know, I mean, that book's been out a while, but last year he launched a radio, 50s radio version of that book, which is really, really cool. I'll put a link to it on Andy Shona's page. You can get it yourself a copy and you can listen to the book, but it's not just someone talking. It's all different characters. And by the way, I'm on that show. You'll have to listen for where I am. I got to do a little tiny cameo there, but uh, it's a wonderful way to enjoy The Last Open Road. And if you're not familiar with Bert, he's been on my show two or three times now. You can go to his website, The Last Open Road. You can get all of his books. I think he's got seven or eight or nine. I mean, yeah. and they're not little books. They're they're trillion, they're, you know, they're, they're, yeah. they're huge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're wonderful, wonderful books. So shout out to Bert Levy. Done a great job. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a cool car today, Andy. Anything you'd like. It doesn't matter how much it costs or what it is. I'm going to park it in your garage. But if you're a regular listener here, you know there's some rules to this game. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch more toys with. You're kind of stuck with it, so you need to pick something that you like, something that you drive. No garage queens here. Uh, But here's the kicker. It's the only one cool collector car you can park in your garage. So it needs to tick a lot of the right boxes for how you like to enjoy cars. So what can I buy you today? So this checks every box. Yeah. It could be either a 35 or a 36 Auburn Speedster. (laughs) Okay, we're back to that car. All right. Well, yeah, that really made an impression in your life. It did. It was the first car that I really fell for hard. And actually, the Spitfire has some of those, like, nice curvy lines that are reminiscent of the old Roadster era. So, uh, yeah, that bow tail, that does it for me. Ah, nice. Great choice, my friend. I'll get to work on that. You've taken us on a really fun ride today. This has been great. I want to thank you for sharing your life with my listeners here on Cars. Yeah, before you buzz off into the sunset in that speedster, could you offer us maybe a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance? Sure. Life is is just a really short trip, so don't waste time. Drive your cars or sell them to someone who will. (laughs) That's a great ending to that concept. Yeah, if you're not going to drive it, enjoy it. Well, now you've really spurred me on. So as soon as we hang up, I got to grab my keys and get out on the road and enjoy some sunshine in my orange crush. Listeners, you can find everything that Andy has shared today on his show notes page. Just go to carsyad.com, type in Andy. He spells his last name B-I-Z-U-B. Uh, But I haven't had too many Andy, so you'll be able to find him really easy. You'll find him at MidwestPerformanceCars.com. Check out his website. Check out what he's doing there in Chicago, helping others get better in life. There's nothing better that you can do. And again, a nice shout out to Adam Curran for introducing me to Andy. If you missed my talk with Adam, you'll find his show on the Cars Yeah website by using the search bar. Andy, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your life with us. It's been great until you and I talk again. I'll see you down the road. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. This was great. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!